There we go. We're recording. So hey. last time, last time, Ben, mm-hmm. we talked about our favorite recipes. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that was a different podcast. That's our homemaker. Not? That's our homemaker podcast that nobody oh. knows about. So okay. Keep that on the DL. All right. So then uh, last time on this podcast. Yes. We, we talked, talked about. Habitus. Habitus. Catechesis. Worship. And we basically ended, right, by saying, hey, uh, the the two things we focus on, mm. and, you know, there's more, but like the two things that we kind of program weekly uh, are our DNA groups, which are for discipleship. That's kind of our catechesis. And then our worship gathering. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's popular, I think, in some circles to, to not want a Sunday-centric church. Um, but I like what you said, that we are a Sunday-centric church, but not in the sense that most people think about it. It's not a show that we're putting on for people to consume. It's a practice that we are engaging in weekly that forms us. Yes. So the question we ended with was, how does mission fit into that? Yep. How does mission fit into our focus on worship and discipleship? And to answer that question, we brought in a special guest. Just kidding. It's just us. We have to answer this question, Matt. <laughs> Stephen Furtick. How, would... <laughs> How uh, would you answer that question? Well, um... I would answer that question. Uh, I mean, this patient ferment of the early church, the book that I'm reading, mm-hmm. is this is this is the contention that Alan Kreider is going to make, that the early Christian church did not conceive of whenever they talked about the Great Commission, they they actually didn't use that to sort of uh, pump up people to go out and do street evangelism. Yeah. They they saw the Great Commission as something that has already been fulfilled in the apostles. <laughs> uh, and so uh, the church grew over the first three centuries of uh, the common era in, in really uh, powerful, exploding ways, uh, not because people were doing evangelism explosion, mm-hmm. but because they had a community that was attractive because they, they were because they were doing worship and and the reason they had a community that was attractive is they were doing worship and catechesis. <laughs> they, right? Yeah, so he's yeah. gonna he's gonna name like patience as a virtue that wasn't virtuous mm-hmm. uh, in in Rome, like mm-hmm. um, like patience or endurance or long suffering. That was something that like slaves and women and kids had to do. You know, because mm-hmm. they they got the short end of the stick, and they yep. didn't have any power. But yeah. he's going to contend that um, actually patience lives really well, and humans flourish when they when they give themselves over to the virtue of patience, mm-hmm. and uh, and their prophetic witness to the beauty of of patience as an attribute of God and an attribute of humanity. That that. That was one of the things that won people over. It was yeah. one of the things that drew people to Christ. And he names a bunch of other characteristics or attributes of people living in love together. Yeah. That became a winsome prophetic magnet and yeah. drew other people to Jesus. Yeah. So in other words, mission wasn't a was it wasn't an activity they programmed. Um, it wasn't a you know, necessarily a practice that they, you know, tried to, you know, they tried to balance their worship with some mission, that kind of thing. But, but mission was, uh, in effect, happening 
as they became the body of Christ, as they became yep. the people of God, that mission was by definition happening because there they were. Yeah. There's the people of God. There's yep. the church. Yep. And if the church is visible and the church is uh, uh, being herself, then people will be drawn. It, you know, it's, it's almost like Jesus promised that, you know, if he's lifted up, all people will be drawn to him. Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's one way of talking about, you know, the, the effect in a community that, of worship and catechesis then. Yes. Is that we become this extension, if you will, of the incarnation. You know, mm. that's, why the, that's why the metaphors for the church are that we're the body of Christ. We become this kind of extension of the, of the incarnation. And as people see Jesus in us, they are drawn towards mm. Jesus. People, mm. you know, they're drawn towards Jesus. And so I, I think I love that. And I, I think it's, I don't think it's a cop out. Sometimes, sometimes when I talk to other pastors, there's a little bit of like mis uh, missional anxiety in the air. Do you know what I'm talking mm, about, Matt? Yeah, I do. Like, like, oh, are we on mission? Is our church doing enough mission? You know, are we, are we practicing enough mission? That kind of thing. And I don't think it's a cop out to say, you know, part of, part of our worship every Sunday, part of our Sunday centricity is mission. Yeah. In, in the sense that we are submitting to these practices that shape and form us as the body of Christ. And as we, um, and then in our catechesis, our DNA groups, that also shapes and forms us to be a public, visible expression of Jesus yeah. in our environment. And as, as we do that, we can just trust with patience that the Holy Spirit is at work. And that yeah. when people say, what's the deal with you guys? We can just talk about what the deal is with us and trust that God will draw people. Yes. As the gospel's proclaimed. There's also another part of this too. We're used to like arguing and th there's a kind of this famous, like Justin Martyr's apologetic as uh, one of the early Christian writers. And he writes this apology against paganism, against Celsus uh, and, and for Christianity. But Kreider points out in this book that the vast majority of Christians describing how they're bearing witness is simply naming, naming the power of God as it comes upon you, naming the kingdom of God in the midst, yeah. in the midst of common rhythms, rules, relationships, yeah. declaring good news, naming, and there's very little instruction or example of like arguing with people. <laughs> yeah. on, on the level of ideas. Yeah. Right, on the level of ideas, yeah. right? So this is, we see this in the practice of Jesus, how he avoids these contentious yeah. arguing thing. We see this in the practice of Paul, you know, don't, you know, he tells Timothy in Ephesus, don't have any appetite for these uh, mindless uh, arguments, right, over minutia. Yeah. But rather there's just this call to be a faithful witness of bearing the truth, of declaring mm -hmm. good news, of naming yeah. God in your midst. And so... Uh, I, I think we need a new imagination for mission in the midst, in the midst of, uh, yeah, in the midst of all that. Yeah. Yeah. I think about, uh, I'm going to get the quote probably wrong, but I think about Hauerwas, Stanley Hauerwas, theologian, um, who said, you know, the, 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 I'm sure I'm going to butcher this now. Maybe you know what it is, Matt. Oh boy. But basically the, uh, the idea is that the, the, the highest calling of the church is simply to be herself. Yeah. Like the, the, like, what are we called to do? We're just called to be ourselves, embrace this new identity, become who you are, you know, and, uh, that's, that's mission. Like you can trust 
Yeah. That God, that God is uh, at present and he's at work in the midst of our own sanctification, in the midst of our own becoming more visibly and more completely the body yeah. of Christ together. Amen. Amen. So, uh, Let's, uh, you know, in this kind of weird season where we have to gather online, I have been so encouraged by people's hunger to do so, even though it's weird and it's a little bit different and there's some sadness in it that we can't touch and mm. be in the same room. Um, but ironically, it's also provided a, l- a little bit more accessibility. I think we've got some people from all kinds of different places who are coming and I'm trusting in that, even in that virtual space, that online space, there is formation that is happening. Yes. Uh, as we pray together, as we um, offer Eucharist together, uh, as we hear yeah. word good news together, as we as we do these things uh, in this new way, um, we are continuing to be powerfully shaped and formed. So, Amen. May it continue. Maybe so. <laughs>